Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. I'm Tyler Boudreaux, film fan. And I'm Condra Boudreaux, eh, a nerd. That's a good way to put it. We're here to talk about Minute 8 of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Minute 8 starts with Kylie the Opossum fixing a sink, and it ends with Badger busy at his desk. Lawyer. He's lawyering, I suppose. That's one way to put it. All right, so let's start with Kylie and Weasel and Mr. Fox back in the house, or what will eventually become the house. The tree. The beech tree. And we start with Weasel asking Kylie what he's doing here because he's showing the house and Kylie, as the super, isn't supposed to be there while they're showing the house. What does that mean, the super? Super is just like a word for like a guy who like fixes... It's like a handyman around properties. Okay, because I think of like a superintendent. No, I'm like that's not right. Um, yeah, no. If there's like if there's like a bunch of properties owned by like one person, then there would be like a super that like okay. takes care of that. Okay, things I should know before I adult. I mean, that's I think world. I think that's like an easy way to put it. Okay, I knew what it was. I didn't. It's kind of normal I mean, to have Kylie them around fixing super, things. So. I mean, Kylie is also super, though. So, yeah. like, it's a great double entendre. Yeah, and we get our first glimpse of Kylie. He's kind of wearing a Fisher's hat. He's, Fisher's at fishing outfit. He's got his little minnows in his bucket, and he's so yeah. polite. Yeah, so a weasel says to Mr. Fox, this is Kylie. He's a little, and he does the different hand motion. Mm-hmm. That's the second time we get the different hand motion. I'm not keeping count of that, though. Well, at this point, since we only have two, I am. Okay. What's interesting, though, is eventually we're going to get through this movie and we're going to realize that it's using everyone's different skills and using everyone's different personalities is that is what makes this group of people so special. And so in this be- in the beginning, we're using this condescending form of different, but yeah. eventually turns out to be a good thing. No, and something that I love about this little introduction to Kylie that would only work... It only works because it's a stop-motion animation. Is the swirly eyes. Yeah, yeah. And I absolutely love that. Yeah, so Kylie zones out for a second, and Weasel's like, he does it sometimes. You just need to, Kylie, Kylie! And then he kind of... What's interesting is, when he has swirly eyes, it's a little zoomed in, and then when it goes back to normal, it just zooms out just enough, where you're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> He's back to normal. And honestly, the way that scene is shot feels like how I feel when I so know and then I pop yeah, back. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, it's just so well done. It's, it's going back to old filmmaking where literally the purpose of filmmaking is to make you feel physical things that you haven't felt before. I'm struggling to remember the name of the film, but basically, I don't know, whatever. Okay. Just old films would try to make you feel, try to represent brain feelings on film. So like, Something like if you were drunk, they would try like make the film all like wobbly and something. Yeah, no, I just I really the swirly eyes and it it's just such a clever way to yeah. show zoning out and yeah, it's Stan talks about it in such a demeaning way, but then later it Stan Weasel Stan Weasel, but then it becomes a little more. And I just it's a very interesting introduction to this character who ends up becoming so important. Did you want to talk at all about the? voice actor oh yes wallace wolodarski is the voice actor for kylie what's interesting is most of his acting credits are wes anderson projects but he was also a writer and a producer he wrote and produced the simpsons in the early 90s and he wrote i think monsters vs. aliens and a dog's purpose oh all righty then i believe the film i was referencing was uh dreams of the rarebit fiend 
or Dream of a Rare Bit Fiend, which is one of it came out in 1906, and uh, it's got the iconic it's got the iconic sequence of a a guy flying around the sky in his bed. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about then. Well, at least I know of the reference. I don't. I've never seen the film. Yeah. It's, so it's a, it's a very classic old old film. It's technically a short film because that's all. Yeah. That's all you could get back then. Yeah. But yeah, it's basically this guy drinks a bunch and you you see him drunk and the the film's all wobbly and mm-hmm. like it literally makes you feel like the you watching it you feel his state of intoxication, which is what Wes Anderson's doing when. You're zoned out, and then all of a sudden you're back to normal. Yeah. And took me so long because rare bit's such a weird word. So. Yeah. No, that's a cool tidbit. Um, yeah. And yeah, Kylie becomes a really cool and, character. And yeah, it's such a he's just has a, such a sweet introduction because he's so like he's working, doing his thing, and then like he's supposed like, oh. to go into the situation. And then maybe you're thinking maybe he's not super comfortable in this. Maybe it's not all for him. Yeah. And then he, like, pops in and he's like, would you like a minnow? I'm going to just be this great little human, or a po- <laughs> great little possum. And you're just like, oh, Kylie, precious. Yeah. And I was going to say, even his eyes, his pupils are a lot bigger than everyone else's. Yeah. So he even looks cute. Yeah. Yeah. No, I noticed that, too. It was, it was cute. Mr. Fox then goes on to ask if there are any evergreens, or why any there aren't pines? any pine trees on this side of the river. It's like... Dude, you should know your landscape. Certain trees only grow in certain areas, especially if you're in farming country. Of also, course, there are no trees. Also, my thing, like, what? Like, why are pines more valuable? Because they don't. So they have their like little thingies all year, kind of thing. Because they're conifers. Yeah. And I think that has something to do with it. I think the way those trees are, they usually get a lot bigger. I, um, I don't. I'm not under the impression that they get bigger. They I mean, might they get, get taller. They might get taller, but. And if you're gonna get a bigger width, you probably wanna. But that kind of beak. a more deciduous tree. Yeah, I don't know. Beech trees. What's the opposite can get of deciduous? Conifer. Coniferous. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Conifers are the pine needle ones, and deciduous are the ones that have leaves that fall off. Okay. It might have something to do with how they seed too, because okay. conifers use pine cones and yeah. that kind of stuff, and. Um, more nut type. Well, there are definitely pine cones later in the movie, so there yeah. are definitely pine trees so maybe, around. Or maybe they're importing them again. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Why would you import pine cones for whack bat? I mean... We're getting okay. ahead of ourselves. Okay. Yeah. No, but it is it is an interesting thing to consider, maybe because they are more rare, they're more expensive. Yeah, and as Weasel points out, they're outside of Mr. Fox's price range. I mean, I think this beach is about to Yeah, we'll yeah get the there, beach but... is also outside his price range, but that never really comes back up in the movie. No, we'll get there, though. Yeah. He kind of buys the house, and then nothing really happens other than I... everything that happens. Yeah. But not not in the money sense. Yeah. So then we get in Mr. The... Fox. Very forlornly, like, he loses interest in the conversation. Kind well, he of... doesn't want to talk about money. Yeah. And then goes and realizes that outside this beech tree's window is three farmers' households. Or yeah. their land. Yes. Their acreage. So this is where we first see Mr. Bogus, Bunce, and Bean's houses. And we get their theme music kind of introduced. Yeah. Yep, their score, the score of the song... Bogus Bunsen Bean is played very slowly, though. Yeah. In the background, it's kind of foreboding. Yeah, and no, like a French horn or a tuba or something yeah. low. Yeah. I don't know why I said French horn. I don't think it was French Quite horn. lovely, though. And then, but it's really interesting how all three of them, 
their names of their like their last names are on three different surfaces. Yeah. And you have Bogus who on a sign. On a sign who he's the larger, the more rotund character. Okay. Bean is on the ground and he is short. Okay. And then um no, Bunce is on the ground. I'm sorry, I got this right. Uh, yeah, Bunce I, I is skipped. on the ground. And Bunce, Beans. And Beans is on the silos. Yeah, and he's tall. And he's tall, but Slash also lean. Lean, yes. <laughs> but also, something I, as I'm speaking, I'm thinking about silos are an interesting thing to put him on, and I think I'm probably thinking too far into this, but hey, we're talking about this movie minute by minute. Silos were designed to keep animals out and... It essentially is a man's way to outsmart the animal. How clever of him. If only it would pay off throughout the course of the film. Shh! Spoilers, Tyler! So after that... He he says to... Mr. Fox. Yeah, he says to... Miss, uh, Mr. Fox says to Weasel. Stan Weasel that he is a newspaper man, and then... Well, he used to steal birds, but now I'm a newspaper man. Yeah. And he says min. Min. He doesn't say newspaper man. He says newspaper man. Well, which is my favorite thing. Like Spider-Man and Batman, stuff like that. Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I don't think that works. Wonder Woman. No, I don't like that, though. Um, Wonder Woman. So, but he, upon saying this, he kind of, like, shuts down? I don't know. He sees the farm, and then something happens in his brain, and well, he just leaves. Well, what's interesting is he says he used to steal birds, which means he's obviously thinking of stealing when he sees these farms. It's yeah. Like, gonna steal from them. Mm-hmm. And then he just leaves, and poor Stan Weasel looks so confused. He's, He's like, like, what, you're going? Huh? I just feel so bad for the guy. That's not how you do a house tour, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, he didn't even, like, see the rooms, presumably. He just, like, saw the kitchen and the main living room space. It's like, dude, you want to see the scooted. bedroom? Yeah. Is what there if, a bathroom? Is there a is leak there in a the hole? bathroom and only one bedroom? Oh my? Like, what's going on? I don't know. Oh, bad Who's Line reference there. Very obscure Who's Line reference. Congratulations if you got that joke. You really win. Yeah, we should do Who's Line Minute. No. <laughs> Hard no on that one. I'm going to say no. What if we just did every episode of Who's Line? I'd do that. I mean, there's not much to talk about. No. All right. And they did Hoedown again. It was funny. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else? Well, he thanks Kylie for the minnow. It was superb. With the little finger thing, like he's French. Yes. Or you would associate. No, 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 with he the... just kind of says like. Oh, okay. This kind of does a hand motion. Okay. And then Tyler they... tried to make hand motion, but he forgot he was on a podcast. So Non-visual he... medium. Yep. Then we cut to the offices of Badger, Beaver, and Beaver, attorneys at law. Good pluralization. Great alliteration. It's all around a great little phrase. Yeah, they, so they live in a dam. Well, presumably it's the beavers. Oh, it's the offices. The offices. The are offices. There. Just the offices. The offices are a dam. I'm sure Badger has no problem being in a dam. Dams we, are really nice. Yeah. Also, we, see, Bad- stinky, we see Badger's house later, so we know he doesn't live there. Just the way it's set up. He lives underground. Well, he lives in a mine, right? Correct. It's but, his. Yes. Not mine. Yep. Correct. Ooh. The beavers, though. We don't see the beavers quite yet. We do yet. not. Um, but they presumably have built this for their yes. attorneys at law. And then offices. we cut to... A scene of Badger working at his desk, but we don't hear him talking. Why do they sad. keep doing this? Yeah, we to keep us. we keep getting uh, pictures of the next new character. character, but not actually hearing them talk, so which cool. is annoying. But uh, 
You know, it, it, we'll it get makes there. It gives you us wa- it leaves you, the listener, wanting yeah. more. Who voices Badger? I wish there was some sort of internet movie database where I could look this up. Oh, don't say that. Don't say the URL though. We can't afford to buy that. <laughs> is that like a rule, or is that just like a joke? I don't know, but I don't want to buy it. All right, have- we're not going to buy the internet movie database. Thank you. No, that's- lose the the just internet movie database. <laughs> Can we pack into one episode of Fantastic Minute? Let's find out. I don't know. I don't get that reference. Oh, there was my own reference. I win. Uh, it was a supernatural, though. You don't want okay. to Okay. I understand that that's a reference. I get that reference. Oh, we're just going. <laughs> we're going here. All right. I... Do we not really have a lot of talk? have a lot to talk about this minute, I, I guess. I mean, despite the fact that a lot happened in this minute, there was a lot of conversation. Not yeah. a lot of it, like, weird thing. Anything. Weird thing about doing a minute-by-minute minute format is that dialogue is really tricky because you don't want to just, like, recite all the dialogue, but also, like, this is a dialogue-heavy movie, so it's kind of what we're supposed to do, but unlike, uh, for example, Star Wars Minute, where dialogue... Okay, Star Wars Minute. Dialogue is not as important for them... Because they have so much other fun stuff going on. Yeah, because on. they have a variety of characters and a whole expanded universe to worry about. And I mean, I'm happy to talk about the animation and how stop motion is done, but also there are some really great making ofs out there of how stop motion is done, and yeah. I don't want to bore people. Well, the one uh, the one thing we were going to talk about is uh, parallelness of Wes Anderson. What do you mean? Even Bogus Bunsen Bean, they're kind of, there's just three of them, so... Bunce is in the middle, Bogus and Bean are on the other side. Yeah. And then Bogus and Bean have silos. That is true. And, and Bunce just has windmills. Yes. And it's another very symmetrical shot. And all of their farms individually are parallel as well. Yeah. They're all very, it's all very symmetrical. It's all very similar. Um, very similar actually to the opening shots and that and, kind yeah. of farming overview landscape. Although yeah. the, these three farms were not seen in the opening bit. I, I love that they're, they're all on hills, and the, the hills have, like, fields around them, and they have, like, the lines of paths and stuff. Yeah. And they're, like, all, every different field is a different color. One's, like, slightly orange, one's slightly yellow. Yeah. Stuff like that. Because it's April. <laughs> yeah, because it's April, and things are orange and yellow in April. You know? It's actually May. The date on the newspaper oh, that... is May 6th. Oh, dang it! You're gonna... <laughs> If you're going to insult me, do it properly. Got that Monsters, Inc. reference in. All right. On fire. I don't have anything else. I just really love Kylie, and I'm going to get lots more opportunities to talk about Kylie. Yeah, we lose Weasel for a little bit, and Mr. Fox is just kind of... Mr. Fox is about to spiral, and you can feel it. Like, the music gets foreboding, and you're like, Mr. Fox, don't do it. Don't make Felicity angry. But you know he's going... Well, it's, it's anti classic anti-hero thing. He's almost Walter White from Breaking Bad. Like you, you know, you you root for him to do the bad thing, but you don't want but him you, to. But you don't want him to hurt his family. But like, also, it's just so awesome when he does the bad things. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, it is. Mm, I think it's awesome when Kylie, when everyone else joins him, when he does it in a way that is fair and equitable. Yes, fair and equitable theft. Huzzah! Here on Fantastic Minute, we promote. Fair and equitable theft. Hey, if you can take it, it's yours. Libertarianism. No, <laughs> we do not. Behave. Fantastic Minute is an apolitical podcast. The views expressed in this minute are not necessarily the views of the hosts.
Thank you very much. This has been Fantastic Minute. I've been Tyler Boudreaux. <laughs> that is one way to end an episode. We'll see you next week for Minute 9 of Fantastic Minute. Fantastic! We hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic! <laughs>